Good morning. Live streams and recordings continue today, brought to you by the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen. We all agree we are living in difficult times. Most of us cannot recall any time in our personal history when so many unsettling events were happening at the same time. The Bible offers exactly the help we need, not that suddenly eliminates all the difficulties, but the Bible provides the strength we need. But it has to be applied. There is one part of that help from the Bible I want to concentrate on in this pre-recorded message. I want to read 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. There have certainly been moments for us during these past three months or so when we've been impatient, irritated, disappointed, and confused. Information changing every day experts in medical science and disease not on the same page. I've been frustrated about a story that seems to develop in a different direction every day. What is best? When will it get better? Add to that the unrest in the nation over the past few weeks. These are distressing times. And it may be that to some extent we have struggled to hold on to faith and hope and gratitude, to avoid exhaustion and bitterness. We've struggled. In this sermon, I'm going to assume we have our faith and hope intact, and I'm going to make gratitude the headline. Listen again, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This simple instruction from God given through Paul to the Christians in Thessalonica requires no lengthy word definitions. It is not a disputed passage. It doesn't spark controversy or strife. It communicated to the Christians in Thessalonica, and it communicates to us today the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Did you pick up on that phrase? The will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is not written for the scholar or the literary critic to analyze. This is not take-it-or-leave-it advice or opinion that falls in the category of preference but not essential. No, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And it highlights one primary thing, gratitude. When? Always. Do we need to look up the word always in the dictionary? No. We know what this means and what God wants us to understand and practice. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. Pray occasionally. Oh no, that's not what it says. Pray only when it's really bad. No, no. Pray without ceasing. 
And in that joy, in those unceasing prayers, there needs to be gratitude. Give thanks in all circumstances. Now, some circumstances do not immediately lead us into gratitude. Paul and Silas were in jail. In Romans 16, Paul said there were Christians who served against great dangers and risk. Aquila and Priscilla risked their lives for Paul. Hardship and persecution was the normal day for many early Christians. What kept them moving and living and serving? They rejoiced in the authenticity of their faith, the knowledge of God's promises, the exaltation of Jesus Christ, the promise of heaven. They rejoiced always, prayed without ceasing, and this attitude or frame of mind included giving thanks in all circumstances. Remember, this is the will of God. When we go through an unsettling experience in life, we need to stay as close to the virtue of gratitude as we can. Purposely, intentionally, rekindle gratitude. Purpose that you will pause several times a day just for moments of gratitude. Stuck at home? Hard to get groceries? Doctor's office closed, schools closed, churches with doors locked, couldn't see your grandkids, almost everything just stopped. Yet, we open the Bible, and there we read of circumstances far worse for God's people back in Old Testament and New Testament times. Hebrew lepers who, because of health risk, could not go to worship. Jewish Christians who were dispersed and had to figure out what to do, how to be engaged with each other. Paul and Silas in prison, yet they worshiped. So for us, in our times of distress, we have to be centered in our faith and hope and not ever neglecting the virtue of gratitude. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I have, for some time, been an advocate for what I call a personal gratitude list. It cleans out your head. It adjusts your attitude. It restores your joy. It keeps you from being a grumpy, irritated old man or young woman or young man or boy or girl. Gratitude. Gratitude based on faith in Christ helps you conquer selfishness. It keeps you from envy and jealousy. It enables you to serve others with kindness. It takes you away from sin. It enriches your relationship with God who blesses us in so many ways some we may not see right now. So here's an example of what gratitude list might look like in the current situation with the physical disease and with whatever spiritual diseases may be moving through the country. A gratitude list, what would that look like? May I give you some examples? On my gratitude list, number one, God hasn't moved. 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Psalms 107, verse 1. You know, sometimes when crisis occurs, the first thought in the minds of some people is, what has God done? We don't know everything God does in his wise and wonderful providence, but there are certain truths we are always aware of. We always know about God. And when a crisis occurs, we can always rest in this truth. God hasn't moved. In the book of Revelation, there is crisis after crisis. Impact against the saints, sudden events that are disturbing. But before you get to all of that, what is affirmed in chapter 4? Would you listen, please? Revelation chapter 4. John said, After this I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian, and around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and seated on the thrones were twenty-four elders clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God, and before the throne there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures, full of eyes in front and behind the first living creature like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with the face of a man, and the fourth living creature like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within, and day and night they never cease to say, Holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before Him who is seated on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So we've witnessed a virus outbreak, a national upheaval with issues of racism, and violence. And we know that people have moved. 
Maybe we have moved in ways spiritually unhealthy. Maybe we've observed that the country has moved. God hasn't moved. God is on his throne. We need to get that focus and be thankful for our God and his loving kindness that is everlasting. On my gratitude list, God hasn't moved. Number two, Christ is at the right hand of God. If then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, Colossians 3 and verse 1. So Christ hasn't moved. He is there. He is active. When you pray, he is active. Romans 8, 34, Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Hebrews 8 and verse 1, we have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. If I trusted Christ when I repented and was baptized, why would I back away from that trust now? If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. My gratitude list says, God hasn't moved, and Christ is at the right hand of God. And third, the words of the Holy Spirit in his book have not changed. Hebrews 4 and verse 12, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The Bible is alive. I hope and pray it is alive in me and in you. God speaks to us through his word. And that hasn't stopped. Through God's word, the Holy Spirit convicts us, corrects us, and lays hold of us to live according to what has been written. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Proverbs 30 and verse 5. A lot has changed in the world recently, but God hasn't moved. Christ is there at his right hand. And the Bible is as dependable now as it was before the crisis. It needs to be read, studied, absorbed in our minds, and lived out in our daily lives. We are able to apply safety precautions, not only to guard against the physical disease, but God has given good ways for us to avoid spiritual disease. If your immediate family is doing well, if you can still buy groceries, if you are able to serve people, if you have continued to worship in smaller groups, if we are still one heart and one soul together under the grace of God and the authority of Christ, we could just keep going with a gratitude list. That's what I'm recommending. Start a gratitude list. If it's just in your mind, it will help you. It will help you with whatever the hardship 
or pressure is. And to that I want to add Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You remember Jesus often said to his disciples, Fear not. Are we listening? Jesus said, do not be anxious. Paul said, do not be anxious. Well, Paul, what do you do about all that? By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. With thanksgiving, the apostle said. Illustration. Bible commentator Matthew Henry, after being robbed, wrote in his diary the following, Let me be thankful. First, because I was never robbed before. Second, because although they took my wallet, they did not take my life. Third, because although they took all I had, it was not much. And fourth, because... It was I who was robbed, not I who robbed. That's a gratitude list. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Whatever you may be going through, in addition to or alongside the well-known distress of our time, Gratitude to God that is specific and repeated sincerely will help you, strengthen you, take you closer to the Lord. I encourage you to make your own gratitude list. Make the choice to give thanks every day. It will keep you away from the moods that can so distract you from serving God. I'm not saying that it's all easy, but serving God has always required effort, energy applied consistently, accepting challenges, maintaining the joy of salvation while undergoing difficulty, and never, ever neglecting gratitude. Thank you for listening.